Today's message uh, we built on the past few sermons here, and we've been we've been building on this idea of of like the Christian's power and the Christian's walk of faith, and and this and that. And this one really ties into that uh, really good where it said. So the title today is "Speak the Word of Power," and we talk about what that means and how to achieve that, and a few stories in the Bible that explain that. So I'm going to start in First John chapter four. And in verse 4, I'm going to break this down and kind of give us context of, of what we spoke about today. So it says, but, if you, but you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won victory over those people, meaning the world. Because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Verse 5, those people who belong to this world, so they speak from the world's viewpoint. Yeah, so if you belong to the world, you're speaking from the world's viewpoint. And the world listens to them. But we belong to God, and those who listen to God will listen to us also. If they do not belong to God, they do not listen to us. This is how we know if someone has a spirit of truth or the spirit of deception. And so this really is is an interesting view into how we can discern um, kind of different people's walk of life. I mean, the Bible says to judge people by their fruit, but this is also... You know, a subset of that where if you're speaking the truth and you're speaking the word and someone is, is butting heads with that, that obviously means that they are not speaking the same word of truth as you. And so this is just kind of to, to break it in and talk about what we spoke about today. That, that's kind of where it stems from. And I'm going to jump in now into Romans 10 and verse 9. And this really is, is like, well, what should we be using the power of our words for? And so it says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So this is our access and our entry point into heaven by speaking this proclamation, speaking that, you know, we believe that, that Jesus is our Lord and that he, he died for us and, and, um, and that gives us eternal life. And in verse 10, it says, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God and by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. So we can only be saved if we're confessing with our mouth these things that we know are true. And we then broke into the story of uh, the centurion who had a, a sick slave and uh, he went to Jesus. And I'm going to read exactly what what he said because it's very interesting and, and it really shows how we should be living our life. And so this is Luke chapter 7 and uh, verse, it starts in the second half of verse 6 here. And it says, Lord, don't trouble yourself by coming to my home, for I am not worthy of such an honor. And keep in mind, he's a centurion, so he is in command of 100 able-bodied warriors. And that doesn't even count the amount of servants that he would have around his, his uh, dwelling as well. And so he then says, I am not even worthy to come and meet you. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am under authority of my superior officers. And it's, I find it interesting because he himself is in authority of 100 people, but he first says, I understand this because I have people above me. Right? So he knew his place, and he knew that he was a humble man and did not consider himself above anyone else. And so he first said that he is under authority of his superiors, but then also he has authority over his own soldiers. And because of that, he said, I only need to say go and they go or come and they come. 
And if I say to my slaves, do this, they will do it. So he understood the power of words. And he understood that Jesus had that same power, but in the spiritual realm. And I think, honestly, what it comes down to today is we live in a, in a time period where, where our words don't have much meaning. I mean, there's social media and this and that. Every other second, you're, you're getting a text, you're getting a message, and you don't have time to think about your responses, and you're always just kind of giving a, a quick answer, but you don't have time to really think about what you are saying. And really, the like we say all the time um, that Jesus only said what he heard the Father say. And, and like, well, what's a practical example of that? Like, and I was kind of thinking there there was a uh, a man of God named Smith Wigglesworth, and I mean, he wouldn't even let a newspaper in his home, and that just kind of explains that like he didn't read anything that didn't align with the Word of God. Like, he didn't want anything coming into his body or coming into his ears that didn't align or what that wouldn't grow his faith. And so we, us as Christians in this day and age where we're constantly bombarded by different ideas and different thoughts, like we need to stay true, we need to stay grounded in the Word, and that will give our words power.